This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Do you drive a vehicle? Then you'll find AutoCorrect helpful, especially on Coach Charlie's Tip of the Week. Listen to our podcast with me, Coach Charlie Melton, on any podcasting platform or on the MPB Public Media app. From MPB Think Radio, this is Next Stop Mississippi. I'm Jermaine Flood, along with my traveling partners, Java Chapman and Kamel King, Tourism Development Bureau Manager with Visit Mississippi. We're your number one on-air source covering the people, places, and events that make the state great today. We're stopping by the Mississippi Ag and Forestry Museum for their 40th birthday celebration happening September the 9th in Jackson with Amy Clark. Then we're checking out the Bean Paths enrollment event to help qualify households for the Hines County Affordable Connectivity Program to receive discounts for internet services happening September 9th. And then we'll take a final stop at the Columbia Food and Music Festival happening September 2nd with Marion County Development Partnerships, Lori Watts. Plus, we'll check out what's happening around your neck of the woods. Before we hit the road, of course, you just heard from my traveling partners, Java Chapman and Kamel King. What's going on with y'all's guys, with you guys? It's a Labor Day weekend. It's an Orange Blossom classic weekend. I got my Jackson State shirt on today. We're trying to go Two and O mm. um, against FAMU out in Miami. So shout out to every, all of the Tiger faithful who chartered a nice, nice plane this morning. Mm. Wow! Uh, yeah, a I, private, a PJ. I, I think it was like a. Char- I'm gonna say charter. Okay. When you say private, you know that's the <laughs> G4, G5, G6 type of things. But yeah, like a private uh, charter flight for all the Tiger faithful nice. making that trip to Miami cool. for the Orange Blossom Classic. Cool. They didn't just block off a piece of a Spirit Airlines uh, uh, plane. <laughs> the back okay. or the front end. <laughs> <laughs> no, they need. They need they their did, own vehicle. The extra grande style. Right. Let me tell you though about Labor Day, which makes me sad. What they you got to kill your white and your linen? Who says that? You gotta you got you got to put that up and never wear it again <laughs> until Easter. No, absolutely un, not. Unless you pull out what they call winter white. Yeah, I had a a very rousing discussion the other day about winter white and how that's just regular white, and I'm like, no, that's a mix between beige and white which is winter white. This is above my intellect right here, (laughs) honestly. But that's the only thing. I love the three-day weekend. I love the fact that um, Labor Day is coming up. But again, they're killing my white and my linen. So, <laughs> and that's what Labor Day is all about, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Come out, what you got up for the holiday? Oh man, I don't know. Okay, just, look, I'm living minute to minute, you, hour to hour, right now. Do you now. know where you're at? I, I, is this? <laughs> This is MPB, right? This is it. This is it. Yep. And you are on Next Stop Mississippi. Yes, I am. Well, Hello. Let's, I'll help you. I'll let you. I'll give you time to jog your memory about what you'll be doing this weekend. But in with us to tell us about the Mississippi Ag and Forestry Museum's 40th birthday celebration. Toot toot to them. Happening September 9th in Jackson is Uncle Story Puppeteer, an education department um, member. You're going to have to give me your official title. All I know is you're my Uncle Story Puppeteer. But my friend Amy Clark, she is back in the studio with us here on Next Stop Mississippi. Amy, uh, welcome to the show. Absolutely. I am excited to be here. I always love coming out and hanging with y'all. Yeah. Uh, Amy, actually, you're so much bigger than that. Than well, you know, you're hey, so much bigger than that. Now. I mean, you know, I, I'm always doing something. We are always doing something over at the museum. Yes. Uh, but but right this now, something is something big. Absolutely. The museum is turning 40. The Ag Museum is turning 40. Nice. And I mean, 
you know, 40th birthday is a huge birthday. Yes. Right. But we're we're saying, you know, we're not over the hill. We're just getting started and we are excited to celebrate it with everybody. Right. How long have y'all been planning this celebration? Uh, we have been pr- planning it for about a year. We have okay. we started talking about it last year. What do we want to do? Um, you know, when you start planning a big birthday party like that, you got to you got to get some time out there. And we're actually going to have 40 different experiences for everybody to wow. to experience. Mm. That um, is a, I, I want a checklist so I know if I'm yeah, hitting them mean? all. Absolutely. We've got um ex, it's when you come in, when you come into the museum, there's going to be a schedule with everything that's going on in each building. MPB is going to be there, their education kids yes. club's going to be there. Uh we've got our our blacksmiths, we've got our spinners and weavers guilds coming in. We've got uh we've got Historic games in the schoolhouse. We have living historians, people who are actually going to be in period clothes over in the small town from all over the country. We've got folks coming in from North Carolina, Indiana, Tennessee, Alabama to come in and just bring the museum to life. So you're going to be able to see it like you hadn't seen it before. Right. Tell me about how important it is for all of these people to come in and about the Ag and Forestry Museum's outreach. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a big deal here in the state, the museum. I, of course, again, volunteered some time ago at the Absolutely. museum. Um, I enjoyed it. I enjoy every time I come back. But talk about just the impact and why everybody's just coming in from out of state for this Celebration. Well, agriculture is something that touches everybody. I mean, just mm-hmm. like you're talking about the linen and, and the clothes like mm-hmm. that. You know, you can't have clothes or houses or food. You know, agriculture is for everybody in all ages. And right. it's just so important. Agriculture is also one of the fastest growing and fastest developing industries. Because you look at, uh, if you come out to the museum, you get to see all the plows and all the old things mm-hmm. that we had. But it's not just about the old stuff. It's about all the new technology. We have the ag aviation, the planes, Uh and now we've got the GPS things and and how they're using the technology and how it's just important for these kids to learn all these things. And so you get a chance to come in and you get a chance to see that and see how you can do those things, how kids can be creative and how they can not just think about themselves because I was having a conversation this morning with one of our, uh, our director and she said, the farmer doesn't just plant for himself. He plants for his neighbors. He takes care of other people. And, and it's just so much bigger than just ourselves. And that's, that's what this is about is, is showing that. Right. Right. You know, I was going to tell you, Kamal, remember when we were in Clarksdale, Colleen told us that the number one industry mm-hmm. is the agricultural industry mm-hmm. in the state. Oh, most certainly. So most certainly. I, I don't doubt that everybody yeah. is going to be a part of this celebration because of that just one notion there. Absolutely. And we have just out there at the museum, we see people coming in from all over the world. We have people coming in from literally every country you can think wow. of coming in and, and seeing how we do things. Yeah. So it's so important. Just to, to yeah. share that. Right. Amen. I got to tell you just how great of a job you guys do over there. My daughter, who is now 10 years old, uh, she's a very girly girl and things like that. Doesn't want to be outside getting sweaty and stuff like <laughs> And we go, we would go to the Children's Museum like crazy. She's kind of outgrown it a little bit. But her favorite museum out of all of the museum mm-hmm. systems in the state and even outside of the state is the Ag Museum. Like every field trip, every time we went that was her favorite. So uh, whatever you guys are doing to present, you know, agriculture to all 
age ranges. I mean, you got the kids. Mm-hmm. That is so awesome. We appreciate that so much. And one of our big things, especially with our education department, you talk about our education and outreach. Mm-hmm. We we love to go out. We love to, to, to take that to other people. Mm-hmm. But one of our biggest things is if we're enjoying what we're doing and we're sharing this and sharing what we love, right? we, we want that to translate to everybody else. And that's that's what we're we're seeing, what we're hearing, and just getting everybody excited about it. And you think yeah. about uh, back in the day when uh, Mississippi and, and just technology <laughs> had not industrialized agriculture to the point that, it, you know, it was machined and remote controlled and, mm-hmm. you know, one man could cover so much territory mm-hmm. by himself. It had to pass down to the children. Absolutely. And now, you know, you don't have that as much. So talk about how important the, you know, these programs are to making sure that that knowledge stays circulating because we all need to know. And Amy's a beast at telling the stories. I've had a tour with her. So really? she is. Yeah, she is. Good. And she's a great puppeteer. Yeah. Last year, last time you we were talking about that, you we thought your, <laughs> we thought your whole psyche was going to break because you kept switching back and forth like in a minute her brain's going to fritz well, out. You know, that's you talk about Uncle Story. He is he was actually and it, it ties in exactly with what you asked. Yeah. because Uncle Story was actually a real living person mm. that lived there in the farmstead. He was a farmer from and from the time he was born and uh, until he wow. until he passed away um, and he passed away in 1960. But he was really instrumental in farming in South Mississippi in cattle farming. Mm-hmm. And he passed those things down to his nieces and nephews. And so Uncle Story is one of our ways to get those kids interested and tell them those stories, even at a young age, when we go out and do our Uncle Story program, we talk about agriculture is a big word, but you know what it means. Yeah. So it's that relatable thing. We try to make it relatable. We try to make it to where they understand. And one of the things that we see is grandchildren and grandparents and families coming out there. And they're sharing those stories. So mm. we kind of open that door. So it gives them an avenue. It gives them a, a way to, mm-hmm. to to start those stories and to open that conversation mm-hmm. and to make it fun right. and to make those memories. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what this birthday celebration is about, is celebrating that place that yeah. we have and then going into the future with that. Right. Um, so right. I like how you say celebrate, because mm-hmm. the one thing that I appreciate excuse me, about the Ag Museum is that you all cover all of the agricultural Mm -hmm. history, Mm. whether it came from slavers who were picking the cotton Mm -hmm. or the 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 person who invented the cotton gin. Um, but you cover literally from A to Z and you don't really mince words about the history of mm. agriculture here in the state. And I appreciate that so much. Absolutely, because every person has value Mm -hmm. um, and just because things are difficult, uh, just because the story is difficult, doesn't devalue that person mm-hmm. or doesn't devalue that. And people need to hear that and they need to hear. And even though it's difficult, they need to be proud of of the part that people played. Mm-hmm. And the only way that we're going to be able to be proud of those mm-hmm. things is to talk about those things and is to share those things and educate those mm-hmm. people and encourage people to see things for for what they are mm-hmm. and go forward and see where we are and what we can do. Right. That's right. So it's really exciting to see yeah. to see kids come out and it just it lights that light up in them yeah. and go, wait a minute, this is something 
I can do. Yeah. I can be part of this. <laughs> right, so right. it's, it's well, inspiring those generations. Right. Well, y'all need to light my light because I can't keep a house plant alive. Let me tell you, though, okay. about one, Amy's <laughs> Amy's kid light burns bright. She Her kid light on the inside burns just about as hard as my kid light on the inside. <laughs> oh. But I was going to ask Amy because I can't keep a thing alive either, Kamel. <laughs> um, did any of this ag or green thumb kind of osmosisly go through you as you've been working. Ooh, Java, she said osmosisly. Osmosisly. Look it up. Well, <laughs> don't, please, don't. I can keep my up. kids alive uh, and happy. Uh, we have we have been able to actually. Uh, <laughs> At least one bean sprout have you grown? Uh, we have grown some bean sprouts. Actually, this past summer, Amy, we, our, Amy, our, Amy. our education department did a three Good sisters dog. garden. And we, we brought in the story of the three sisters garden with the corn, the beans, and the squash and talked about how they cooperated and helped each other. Yeah. And uh, we had a, a really nice... Nice, nice little garden out front of our uh, our education building, mm. and we've got some really nice zinnias and flowers. So we've got a lot of pollinators, a lot of those, a lot of those butterflies and hummingbirds and bees mm-hmm. and things. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm definitely not a farmer, uh, but <laughs> I can I, I can grow a flower. I can, I can grow a flower. Maybe if we hang out more at the Ag Museum, we'll osmosisly be able osmosis-ly. to farm. Just don't ask me to spell it. So I was about to say, spell it and look it up to see if it's a nope, good word. Nope, nope, I guess nope. you got to spell it to look it up. We will osmosisly. But yeah, back to the 40th birthday celebration. Amy, of course you told us all about it. Is there going to be food there? I'm a foodie. I love how you cut to that. No, tell us all about Is it food there? Well, you know, uh, she's talking about her kid light. Her kid light is hungry. Yes. I, let there me, you go. Let me tell you, I will, I will speak directly to her kid light Please. here. What is a birthday party without cake? Mm. So we will have cupcakes while supplies last. Okay. And that is included with admission. So okay. uh, when you come in and pay admission, which the admission is another exciting thing. It's our birthday, but you get the present. We've actually reduced admission. Our admission is going to be $4 for, nice. uh, from oh, 10 to that 3 that day. Awesome. I got that in my pocket uh, right all now. All the kids of the for, neighborhood come for, with us. For, uh, so our, our admission is <laughs> going to be. We got you, 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 you and you. <laughs> and you all get a cupcake. Right. With admission while supplies last, unless he eats all the cupcakes. You get a cupcake. <laughs> you get a cupcake. <laughs> right. Um, so we will have we will have $4 admission. We'll have cupcakes while supplies last. We're going to have uh, the all-American beef hot dog. We're going to have the hot dogs there. Um, Sold. So, uh, so exactly. I mean, what more can you ask for a language. birthday party? Hot dogs and cupcakes. Oh, I mean, awesome. So. I'll bring my own chips. Thank you very much. Well, I mean, you know, our general store there. That's don't, right. I wanted to talk discredit, about that. Don't you, discredit that You now. guys have a one. Talk about your general store. It's a star within a star. Absolutely. We absolutely love our general store. It is an old-fashioned general store. You can get old-fashioned candies, uh, toys, games. Uh, you can get uh, glass bottle Cokes. Mm. You can can get all kinds of Mississippi products, awesome. um, all kinds of different things we have in there. We've got T-shirts, postcards, mm-hmm. um, Ag Museum uh, memorabilia, uh, but we have a. It's it's it is definitely worth the visit. Um, and a lot of people love to just come to the store and get a glass bottle of Coke and go walk around and yeah. just. 
put some peanuts in the Coke. Yes. Like, oh, throw whoa, it way whoa, back whoa, there, whoa, you know. Whoa, I mean, whoa. way back. Uh, Wait a minute. You're not down with the peanuts in the Coke? I've never had what? peanuts. That's in a su- southern delicacy. It is oh, del- it's delicately going to hurt my stomach. <laughs> what are we talking about here? But yet he's going to eat the cupcakes and the hot dog. I know. I mean, uh, you know. Y'all going to eat Coke-infused peanuts with yes. hot dogs? This is not going to be a line at the bathroom. That's all, right. all I'm well, saying. How many, how many birthday parties? I mean, if you're going to have a good birthday party, yeah. it's you're going to have to leave with a tummy ache, right? I guess you know? so. It means we had a lot of fun. It's, it's going right. to be a great birthday party. We're actually going to have uh, we're actually going to have wagon rides too. We actually have wow. a guy coming from on, Carthage y'all. that's going to be bringing his uh, his horse team, and they're going to be very very rides. limited. So this is kind of the, the, wow. the special. Those are going to be five dollars a piece, and we've got limited seating, limited tickets to those. Nice, uh, but. You'll actually, if you get there and get you a ticket to one of those, you'll be able to ride around small town in a horse-drawn wagon, which wow. is right. going to be really a lot of fun. That is awesome. We'll do that with your peanuts and Cokes and shake yeah. you up there a oh, little God. bit. Listen, what could go wrong? I'm going to, I know I'm going to catch Java one day at a gas station getting boiled peanuts up out of that pot, and I'm going to be like, I knew it. I knew it, Java. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not a boiled peanuts guy, but also, um, you know, the Gustav Gardner was just um, a little while ago, mm. and Felder Rushing said, He's going to be out there giving a talk. Oh, he um, is. He is around we're, twelve noon. He is. We're wow. having. Felder. Uh, we are having uh, educational talks. Uh, the Jackson Audubon Society is coming out and doing oh, a talk nice. for us. Felder's going to be doing That's a talk awesome. for us. Come um, on, MPB at the Ag Museum. Yes. We have we have got a lot of we've got a lot of different That's different awesome. things like that. So there's stuff for all ages. It's not just for kids. There's stuff for if you're if you want to sit and just sit in the air condition and learn about things. Mm-hmm. We've got a building for you to sit Ooh, in and do that. that. Sounds like my just, kind of thing. I heard air. <laughs> <laughs> And you're sold. Yeah. Listen, with 40 experiences across the entire museum, mm-hmm. this 40th birthday celebration is going to be a shindig. And osmosisly, I am coming. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Amy, tell everybody where they can get more information. All right. You can go to our Facebook page um, on our Facebook page at MS Ag Museum. You can also go to our website, msagmuseum.org. Or you can just check out the museum. But we would absolutely love to see everybody. Yeah, come out there. I'll be out there. What about Uncle Story? Are you coming, Uncle Story? Uh, well, you know, well, we'll see if he can. Wait, if, if I can get out of there, they may have me working all day. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Amy and Uncle Story, thank you both so much for joining us. Before we get into my friend Kanika Welch with the Bean Path, we're going to hit up some what's happening around your neck of the woods. You're going to like this, Kanika. You're going to be in here for this. Okay, so. So, you know, Beyonce is big stuff. Java went to a Beyonce concert not long wow. ago. When? Java. No, oh, I thought you said you went to a Beyonce. Okay, I'm, I'm telling I'm, too much. I'm going. Why do I always TMI everybody's business? <laughs> you really, you really. You got the t-shirts and everything. That's what she told me. <laughs> She's coming to New Orleans at the end of this month. How much did that ticket cost you, <laughs> Don't say we it. We will talk offline. <laughs> <laughs> Another colleague of ours, though, Miss Lacey Alexander, she did go to a Beyonce is concert. Right? So there are bee fans around. The uh-huh. beehive is here. And the bee day party for Beyonce 2022, 2023, I'm sorry, will be um, Sunday, September the 3rd. And it's going to be at the Stellar Venue. And it's going to be amazing. 
Rache. So if you like it, this is an ultimate, the ultimate annual costume party for Beyonce. And it says wow. it should cost a billion to look that good. And um, they're asking you, do not be alarmed. Remain calm. Oh. Like ring the alarm. Wow. So you got to know, you got to know a little bit of Beyonce to know this. Gotcha. Um, but the Beehive costume party is an all inclusive judgment free space to enjoy your favorite pop anthems, bops, R&B and party hits. The girls, the girls and the guys and everyone in between is freely welcome. Um, I'll have some more information about this, but this is going to be awesome. There is a red carpet, a costume contest, individual and couple. So, you know, if you come as a couple, Somebody's got to be Jay-Z and somebody's got to be Beyonce. And then (laughs) there are, don't look at me like that, Kamel, theme food, drinks and cocktails, um, a karaoke experience so you can actually really be Beyonce, a 360 booth to capture all the moments, prizes um, in multiple categories, including one Virgo prize. And the reason why that's important is because Beyonce is a Virgo. Um, so <laughs> your eyes are hazing over, Kamel. <laughs> but yeah, that's going to be the B-Day party for Beyonce 2023 at the Stellar Venue. I'm going to go find me a Basquat <clears throat> uh, dread wig. But yeah, Basquat. That's what you need. Because he did have that hair for a minute, didn't he? Still do that, I thought. So you know more than I thought you did. <laughs> I know what Jay-Z's head looked like <laughs> with, that, with that hair. <laughs> okay, so we're going to throw it back September the 7th, and the Commodores are coming to the Bologna, Art, uh, the Bologna Performing Arts Center. Um, so that is going to be awesome. The Commodores does include one of the original members from the Commodores. Mm. Um, call is not going to be there. Lionel. Oh, Lionel? <laughs> Whatchamacallit, Lionel? Whatchamacallit, Lionel? <laughs> Only the best songwriter of the century. But you know what's so funny about that? The old school groups, they really cemented themselves mm. within legacy where we can go out in name alone, mm-hmm. maybe one or in some cases, no original None. members mm-hmm. and still put on shows, sell out venues. Yeah. You know, you think about groups like the Commodores, uh, Temptations come to mind. Yeah. Um, the o, um, OJs, yeah. and, you know, it's just... It's, that's amazing. It's amazing. You're yeah. right. Yeah. The You're Night right. Shift was a good song. On the Night Shift. Ooh, Do y'all remember that? Yes, No, I, I can't. I don't know the rest <laughs> of the words. But yeah, that was a good song. It was. <laughs> <laughs> Not dancing on the wall. <laughs> night Shift. <laughs> so that's going to be happening September the 7th. I'll have more information in our show's description um, where you can get more information about that. Chapel Heart is going to be at the M.M. Roberts Stadium um, nice. tomorrow, September the 2nd, 3 p.m. in Hattiesburg. You already know those are oh, our gals. You're the so, fourth member. Are you performing that night? No. Um, I had something to do. Oh, I, I sent in my um, They're gonna excuse. They're going to kick you out the group, man. But they know when I'm coming. I mean, it's going to be live. You miss a lot of shows. When I'm there. Um, guess who's coming, though, um, to the Max Entertainment Arts Experience Museum Um Mia X and Young Bleed. Wow. What? Uh, the, the Max Kanika, and Meridian? Kanika, I just heard you. Mia X. 
I the love big, it. The biggest <laughs> mama Mia. Yeah. Man. Right. <laughs> Don't sleep on Mia X what now. This oh, no. is Ooh. this is Big Little Productions proudly presents Vanilla Skies the White Party Saturday, September the second at the Max, hosted by, of course, the Queen of No Limit, Mia X, and also wow. featuring Young Bleed. How you do that there is still an anthem. <clears throat> Classic. It is. It My is. Jelly Jolly Preserve. <laughs> Classic. Now you know the lyrics. Everybody Google what you hear. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. You got to be in. It's got to be in you, not on you to know that. Okay. But that's going to be happening at the Max. Doors open at 7 p.m. I'll have more information about that. And then Saturday, September the 2nd, Buddy Guy. Nice. It's going to be in Philadelphia. I mean, Mississippi. Damn, that is wild. Come on now, Mississippi. That's great. Variety. I know. I know. Come on now, Mississippi. So right now in with us, I am um, excited to introduce Kanika Welch, the executive director of the Bean Pass. She's here to tell us more about the affordable connectivity program um, for Hines County residents to receive discounts for Internet services. And this is the Bean Pass hosted event that's happening September the 9th, right? Kanika? Yes. Okay. Well, Kanika, welcome to Next Stop Mississippi. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. Tell us a little bit about this event and, of course, the um, Affordable Connectivity Program. Well, um, the FCC has partnered with um, an entity called Black Churches for Digital Equity. And although Beanpath is not a black church, our founder, Dr. Nashley Cephas, has such great um, relations. And, you know, they really wanted Beanpath to be a part of this initiative. Mm-hmm. And so we've all been um, given some support to host these enrollment day programs to enroll people in the Affordable Connectivity Program. So basically, this is a, a federally funded uh, initiative that gives people an, um, a credit to get subsidized Internet That's services. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So That's awesome. We up to thirty dollars, um, up to a hundred dollars off a device, mm. um, if they're eligible for the program, of course. Right. Wow. That's awesome. It's, it's amazing to find out uh, that you know children can't even do their homework because they're trying to do it off of their parents' right. cell phone hotspot. You know, trying to power a whole education after school and can't right. get it done and makes I mean people don't understand just how integral having solid internet is That's for true. a child to be able to move throughout life and learn right I agree I think in 2023 um you know there's just very little that we don't use the internet for so mm-hmm. whether it's you know a student trying to access you know their their online education or it's a person who's trying to access telehealth, Mm -hmm. um, banking, like there's just so much that we do online. It's a very integral um, part of our lives. And I just feel like anyone who desires to be connected should be able to be connected. That's right. That's right. I agree with that. Talk about your role as executive director. How did you... I. I, this is my first time meeting you in person. Did you see how she put? Wait, 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 wait! Whoa, whoa! Did, y'all know each other because no. did you see the way that she set it up? How did you no. get into an executive no, director? No, that's not where I was gonna go with that. And Jermaine, she was just in the building. Uh, I think maybe what last week was it for a Workforce Wednesday? Yeah, she was here for Workforce Wednesday, but I did not get to meet her in person. Okay. Yeah, this is my first time meeting her in person. Now I know Nashley. Nashley and I sat down and talked. I've interviewed her for mm-hmm. the education, uh, our education podcast here, Chalkboard Chat. Okay. But how 
how did you meet Nashley? That's where I was going to go with that. <laughs> I, know, I know the answer. <laughs> Murrah Nash- High School. Well, Murrah. Java knows the history. That's not true, Java. Oh. oh. <laughs> I Ashley shot my shot. I, yeah. um, we're classmates. We actually met at People's Middle School. Oh, so I we've, known each, we've known each other oh, uh, wow. a very long time. Um, I've always been a supporter of her work, and you know, um, the stars just aligned, and you know, so that's kind of how I ended up working with Bean Pad. But she's been trying to recruit me for for a long time. So. Right, right. <laughs> Tell everybody about the Bean Paths Initiative. So the Bean Path is a tech focused uh, nonprofit. <laughs> We're based now in downtown Jackson off Gallatin Street. Mm-hmm. Um, the mission, um, in the simplest way, is to bridge the digital divide, or you know, and sometimes we say bring people across. Mm. So basically we're trying to offer um, resources, education that helps people get connected, whether that's a um, workshop on UX design or chat GPT or, you know, last year we were able to partner with uh, Jackson Public Schools and offer um, STEAM. So STEAM is science, technology, engineering, arts and mathematics training to high school students three days a week where they would come in and work with our uh, tech experts on robotics and fashion design. Mm-hmm. So we're just offering all of this programming to, we say, immerse people mm-hmm. in STEAM. Um, and we try to meet every level, high, middle, low. So whether you're just enthusiastic and you want to learn more, or maybe you have a technical background, you know, technical mm-hmm. education, Bing Path serves to um, kind of be the conduit to connect you to other resources and opportunities. Right. Now, the Bean Path is growing by leaps and bounds. Literally, mm-hmm. the little seed, the little bean... <laughs> <laughs> the little bean sprout y'all planted has has grown. How excited are you and look forward to the future of the bean path? Um, I, you know, the bean path is doing something that um, just hasn't been done in this way. And so it's very exciting to watch it grow. You know, they started in the public libraries um, doing somewhat of free um, tech consultations. And so launched in their first uh, physical space mm-hmm. in October of 2022. And so we just, you know, we're just adding on. So we are piloting adult programming, mm. which we had you know classes last night, um, and we have something every two weeks, whether it's a adults robotics club or you can come and learn woodworking, mm-hmm. you know all types of things. So it's very exciting to see um, Nashley's vision expand in this way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think if you're a creative person in general, anytime you make a thought manifest, that it's just an exciting uh, yeah. process. What's more exciting? It's y'all's boots on the ground. Mm -hmm. The whole, the way y'all do it, I'm talking about every time I turn around, y'all are outreaching some way through events. Aside from the Affordable Connectivity Program, what else do y'all have on the horizon? Um, There is a lot of, well, there's a big interest in AI now, artificial intelligence, Mm -hmm. even though that's been around for a while. Um, But BeingPath is actively working towards um, maybe like um, AI Academy or some sorts to just get people the information and the education that they're looking for in terms of artificial intelligence. Um, you know, our adult programming, we're still, you know, piloting that, but we, we have classes. If you go to Eventbrite and look up the Bean Path, you'll see all of the classes that we're offering there. Again, a very a myriad of programming, ceramics, jewelry making, um, and it's really informed by the people. So we had people say, hey, we really want to learn jewelry making. And so we put things in place to get mm-hmm. that class mm-hmm. rolling. Mm-hmm. Um, we 
just wrapped up the third installment of Chat GPT, and we'll probably do another Chat GPT class. Everybody loves Chat GPT. It's so popular, yeah. you know. Um, so yeah, just there's there's lots happening at the Bean Path. I always tell people just go to our website, sign up to the newsletter, and that way you can stay informed. What's that address? Uh, the Beanpath.org. Y'all, I love there the Bean Path. There it is. Mm-hmm. I thank you so much, Kanika, for coming on. If, if, do you want to leave our listeners with a little bit of something as it relates to the Affordable Connectivity Program? Yes. So, again, um, we're hosting an enrollment day on September 9th. This program, um, you could get up to $30 off of your broadband services or one-time discount on um, any laptop or desktop. Pretty much, uh, if you visit our site, thebeanpath.org slash ACP, you can see all of the uh, eligibility requirements, but you're more than likely eligible if you receive any federal benefits like SNAP or Pell Grant or anything mm-hmm. like that. Um, even free and reduced lunch, you, your household may be eligible. Um, we're going to have a um, talk that day from Ty James, who is the Mississippi um, Federal Program Officer. So he's going to talk a little bit about why broadband is important. And we just really hope the community comes out and take advantage of being able to get one-on-one assistance with applying to the program um, and you get an application if you want to take it and go we'll have that as well awesome mm-hmm. tell my friend Shamika Reed I said hey hi Shamika that's she my said, friend hey. that's my friend that's my friend see I actually got to give her a shout out this that time. is great look <laughs> Kanika thank you so much for joining us you're listening to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio I'm Jermaine Flood in with my traveling partners the chat man his first name is Java <laughs> and the king his first name is Kamel <laughs> and the flood and the flood, and the flood. <laughs> first name is Jermaine <laughs> <laughs> thanks y'all look I want to go ahead and introduce um, our next guest here to tell us about this year's Columbia Food and Music Festival happening September the 2nd is Lori Watts with the Marion County Development Partnership Lori welcome to Next Stop Mississippi. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, thank you so much for coming on. I am just so excited to be able to have you all on. I've come, I came to Columbia, me and you had talked, I came to Columbia a few years ago with the MPB Education Department, and I was like, I'm covering Columbia. Whenever they have something, <laughs> we're covering Columbia, and then it happened, the Columbia Food and Music Festival. Mm-hmm. I am just so glad exactly. to be able to help you all with this. Lori, tell me about your relationship with the Marion County Development Partnership and your history with the festival. Sure. So I've been with the Marion County Development Partnership since 2011, and we uh, started way back then trying to increase our programming in our downtown area, having events, bringing people to our beautiful downtown so that they could enjoy the shops and and uh, attractions that we have there. And um, so over the years, we've added various attractions. You might be familiar with the a wonderful Christmas uh, events we've had in the past few years. And so a couple of uh, years ago, we started working to um, have a food and music festival. Last year was our um, inaugural 
Food and Music Festival on Labor Day, the Saturday of Labor Day weekend, and this year is our second one, so we are on our way for having this as an annual event, and we're so excited to um, share it with the folks across our region and our state. Right, and look, annual events are y'all's thing. I love Columbia. Y'all really do come together as Mm -hmm. a whole city. Um, How tight are the residents in the city? You know, we we really... um, we really have a great atmosphere, a great unity in our city. Uh, you know, I guess every family has their spats every now and then, right? Mm-hmm. But we, <laughs> when there's a need and when we have an event in Columbia, we, everyone really does pull together and uh, move in the same direction. And so that's why we are, are um, we believe we've been able to have some successful events over the years. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Now, when it comes down to food and music for this year's festival, I'm looking at the lineup. Covered is an understatement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You've got that right. We have 19 food trucks that are going to be lining uh, our know. second street. Uh, plus, you know, we have uh, several wonderful downtown restaurants as well. So if you are hungry tomorrow, on Saturday, September the 2nd, you need to come to Columbia because we have everything that you would want to taste test and um, um, get some delicious food while you're here. It It is going to be here. And while you're doing that, we're going to have a great lineup of uh, regional musical acts that are um, – We've had we had some of them last year. We're bringing them back. Everybody loved them so much. So we're and some new talent as well. So we're really excited to to bring that to our downtown as well. That's Going awesome. back to the food, uh, <laughs> what you see? Oh my goodness! <laughs> Look, this list of food trucks is yes. so long and eclectic. It is something for everybody. I want to know which one do you see yeah, on the list yeah. that sticks out to you, Kamel? Oh, uh, finger licking good. Okay, what is that? I don't finger know. Finger licking good. Miss <laughs> Lori, have you, you tried finger licking good? I have not. They are new this year. We did not have them last year, so I have not visited them. So they are on my list to be sure I visit. But uh, yeah, but it intrigues me because it's fingers licking snowballs so i know i'm going to get that right and more who knows what the more stands for right right Right. we're gonna go there and try until we run out of items yeah yeah so um, the one that sticks out to me now Lori, is the southern shave snow and seafood seafood. I I i know right snow and seafood yeah, exactly. And so the, we know we're going to have good seafood. And then we've got Ruby Roo, Louisiana cooking uh, right down the right way. I'm pretty sure that that's going to include some sort of seafood as well. Um, and I'm just wondering how is, they mix the two, though. All I hear is a snow. <laughs> maybe, it's, maybe it's snowballs <laughs> and seafood. Let me tell you, I love crab legs and I love snow cones. If you put a crab leg in, in the a snow, snow cone, cone, you won't like either one of them then, right? <laughs> Java's shaking his head. I can see him. Yeah. He, he thinks I can't see him. But that's like the peanut and the Coca-Cola. So. Yeah, that is. I mean, exactly. Right. Exactly. We have a we have a way down here of making those combinations nobody else would. Right? Right. <laughs> you are right about that, Miss Lori. <laughs> now, the stage lineup, let's talk about that. Starting at 10 a.m., um, it, it starts with main worship. 
um, on September the 2nd. And then it goes from there. And you'll have two stages, two stages. It's not just one, it's two. We we do. Last year, we only had one stage, but this year we have two. So we won't won't go one minute without music happening in the downtown area. Um, And so you can travel. The stages are not too far apart. They will be alternating. uh, So you'll be able to travel between them and hear all the acts. Uh, the second stage is a little more of a solo performance focused. Uh, the main stage, our Southern Tire Mart main stage, uh, is our larger uh, groups um, with the, the fuller, you know, the more full band type situation. So that's the difference between the two stages. But we have a full lineup. The uh, main worship is from our local, the church on Main, which is a downtown church here in Columbia. So they're going to kick us off in the morning. And then Restoration Tribe is um, a, a great mix to take us, transition us into the R&R and the more um, we've got R&B, we've got country, we've got a little alternative. And um, then we finish out the evening with our um, fairly local favorite, 98 West, is a band that uh, we had uh, in the evening last year as well, and it really brought out the crowds. Uh, it was a great favorite. So yeah. very talented young people. Yeah. Right. That sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. Talk about the impact. One, I know this is the second year of the Columbia Food and Music Festival, but you all have annual festivals all the time. How is the impact on Marion County when it comes down to hosting these festivals? It's a huge economic impact mm-hmm. for our community. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, tourism across our state, tourism is huge. But we have uh, seen over the past few years uh, an annual economic impact. And it really impacts across the region because when people are traveling to Columbia, they stop and stay in um, cities that are our neighboring uh communities, mm-hmm. you know, it, it really impacts across the region. So we have uh, done an economic impact study that shows on an annual basis, these events create up to, say, around 15 million, up to, we, we have counted up to 20 million one year, but um, that was, you know, a, a really an exceptional year. But it, that's a huge impact, right, of economic dollars yes. that are passing through our community and creating jobs. Those dollars do create jobs and, and put our people to work and uh, create economic uh, abundance. So that's what we enjoy bringing people to our community. Not only that, it attracts people to our community. They come back later in, uh, to visit us again when we're not having a festival. And we've even had some people say that they uh, decided to move to Columbia because they mm. enjoyed some of our festivals so much. They really enjoyed the town. They got to know some people. They got to know the community and its sort of attitude. And so they decided that it was a place for them. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask, because Columbia is a is a sweet little town. I mean, it it, it's happening. Uh, The community is very nice. Uh, What do you think is the the magic of Columbia? Oh, that's a good question. I've um, I think it is a, um, I, I think a, a faith, strong faith among our people here. Mm. Um, 
and then faith in one another, perhaps, is, mm-hmm. is the way that we could um, we could express that. We do, you know, we we are a very giving community. We have always had community events that helped people out who were experiencing some tragic difficulty, and we've also always been very cognizant of people who are going through difficulty, like the people in Florida now, um, the, our neighbors who experience um, who experience dev- uh, devastation through storms or things like that. Our, there are groups in our community that, that go out to help them recover, and it's, that is just always happening in our town. It is very heartwarming to have that sort of um, to know that your neighbors and your friends have your back. Right. And so it, it makes for a special atmosphere. It does. All right. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, when it comes down to future events, we've got a few minutes left. Let everybody know what they can expect out of Columbia, Mississippi, basically for the rest of the year. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, wow. Wow. So in October, we, we kick off October with our, uh, it's a 58-year-old festival the Historical Society puts on. It's called the Heritage Festival. I think that's the one you visited a few years ago. Yes, ma'am. And um, and so we kick that off the first Saturday of October. Then later in the month of October, there we have a hay maze going on downtown where folks can visit and go through that um, hay maze and other events in the downtown area. There's a, a date night in October and a black cat ball in October. And then in November, the second weekend in November, we have our annual merchants holiday open houses. Um, and then uh, we are gearing up again for Christmas in December the 1st, Friday, December the 1st, we will have our lighting of the downtown area. And December 2nd is our huge Christmas parade. We have a gigantic Christmas parade. You can get all of this information on the uh, events calendar at mcdp.info. We try to keep that um, up to date. There's also a Facebook page, Columbia Food and Music Festival um, Facebook page, and they share and our Main Street Columbia Facebook page, they also share all of our events across the board. So um, we will have other special events throughout the Christmas season, the weekends. We will have our lights downtown and the nativity uh, presentation that so many of our visitors love, plus other special events with Clydesdale horses coming to give rides and other uh surprises we're not announcing yet for mm. December, but we know that they're coming. So, Yay. yeah, as soon as we have that info, we will let the word out. That's a, that's awesome. What I love about Columbia is y'all are situated in the perfect spot, literally not long away from the coast, not long away from middle of Mississippi, Jackson. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just a great spot. And, of course, you all put on the greatest events there. So thank you, Columbia, Mississippi. And thank you, Miss Lori Watts, for letting us know more yes. about the Columbia Food well, and Music Festival. 
Thank you so much for having us and for helping us to get the word out. I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, we enjoyed you. And we've come to the end of another great trip. We want to thank you for riding Shotgun and today's guests, Amy Clark, Kanika Welch, and Lori Watts for joining us. If you'd like to submit an event or to find out more information about these and what's happening around your neck of the woods, visit mpbonline.org and click the community tab to view our Mississippi events. You can shoot us an email too, events at mpbonline.org. Next stop is a production of MPB Think Radio for Java the Chatman and Kamel the King. I'm mm-hmm. Jermaine the Flood producer. Stay tuned <laughs> for Southern Remedy for Women and join us next Friday at 10 a.m. for another great trip here on Next Stop Mississippi. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Mm-hmm.